Inhaling the warm, earthy scent of his silky hair, she obeyed and then punched him in the shoulder. You and your one-track mind. Can't blame a guy for trying. He started the engine, the roar cutting off any hope of a smart comeback, which was, no doubt, the reason for his convenient timing. He gunned it, turning them around in the circular drive. As they started down the long, winding driveway, headlights flashed between the trees, coming at them. Resef stopped the machine. Who is that? She tightened her arms around him. Could be the police, or the special investigators. Who are they, anyway? Demon hunters. She'd never seen any, but talk of them was all over the news. Resef went taut, the muscles in his back turning to cement against her chest. Is there another way back to your place? Why? I don't know. I just have a bad feeling. About them? No, he said roughly. About me. His entire body went even stiffer as the vehicle got closer. I can't explain it. We just need to go. Unease licked at her, but Resef hadn't steered her wrong yet. She pointed toward a thin grouping of trees. That way, there's a meadow we can cut through. Resef didn't waste time. He hit the gas and tore through the forest. Jillian held on for dear life, although she had to admit that he drove the snowmobile like he'd been doing it professionally for years. You're good, she yelled into his ear. I know. Arrogant ass, she muttered, and she swore he chuckled. He ripped across the field, keeping close to the tree line, as if he didn't want to get caught out in the open. Ahead, a deer bounded over a log and into the trees, turning to look at them as they sped through the snow. Resef saluted the creature and turned the machine into the forest at the trail Jillian gestured toward. They arrived at her house in one piece, which almost seemed like a miracle. Resef drove well, but he drove like a maniac. As soon as they were inside, he stripped off his shirt and socks, leaving him only in jeans. She might think his hatred of clothes was strange, but she certainly didn't mind looking at his bare body. Now, he said, crossing his arms over that magnificent chest. What happened? I don't even get a chance to relax? She headed into the bedroom, and he followed. You had time to relax on the way here. She shot him a dirty look. If you think being on the back of a snowmobile with you is relaxing, you're crazy. That's highly likely. He propped himself in the doorway. So. So. The dark memories of her past rose up. Delay. She needed to delay even for just a minute. Why don't you go first and tell me what about the demon investigators made you nervous? I don't know, he murmured. She measured him for the truth, studying his body language right down to the twitch in his straight, strong jaw and the glint in his eyes, but it dawned on her that it was a waste of time. She was batting zero when it came to judging men. I guess I had a witch hunt freak out. You know how zealots see what they want to see? What if they took a gander at my situation and decided I should burn at the stake? Look what happened during the Salem witch trials. No one put on trial was actually a witch. One was a demon, but no witches. He paused. How do I know that? 
Maybe you saw it when you were online. But yes, I can see how running into demon police types could be a little unsettling, she admitted. Exactly. Now, he said, in a deep voice that dripped with command, tell me what happened to you. Damn it. He definitely wasn't letting this go. But she couldn't blame him. She'd invited the discussion the moment she showed him her scars. God, she wasn't even sure what had possessed her to do that. She hadn't even let Stacy see them. It happened a year ago. She sank down on the bed and pulled a pillow onto her lap. I was leaving work at the Orlando Air Traffic Control Tower after a swing shift, so it was almost midnight. The parking lot was well lit, but all of a sudden, the lights dimmed a year ago.